Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we go, everybody. It is draft week. Oh, my goodness gracious. The draft is upon us on Thursday night on ABC. It's a Monday, April 22nd into Tuesday, April 23rd time for another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Matt Derry. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening as we talk Detroit Lions football and the very latest on the Lions and what they're thinking about at number eight. I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen Thursday night right here, right now, today on a Monday because I believe that uh, this is this is where we're going with Bob Quinn and this organization, at least for round one Thursday night. I've got a hunch, and we'll talk about it coming up on Lockdown Lions for this Monday. Hope everybody is doing well. A couple of mock drafts, some big ones. Albert Breers from Monday Morning Quarterback. And the lone mock draft that Peter King from NBC Sports puts out. And both of these mock drafts are very, very interesting, and I want to go over them and talk about how the board kind of is going to sit and play out for the Lions, because I think that all they, this all kind of is intertwined. Um, and, and and where Detroit sits right now at number eight, and, and we'll get into it. Um, I'm not going to say they're in a bad position by any stretch of the imagine or any stretch of the imagination, but. Boy, would they be in a different spot if they would have just lost that last game to the Packers. And I know I've been beating this dead horse since December and early January, but I truly, truly believe that based on what it sounds like everybody's boards look like. Locked on Lions for today is brought to you by our friends at Adaptive In-Home Solutions. Check out their website at AdaptiveInHomeSolutions.com or give them a call at 248-860-4384. They accommodate folks in your home that are disabled or aging. They build everything in your home to accommodate those folks. Neil Mellendorf and his folks uh, there at Adaptive do a great job. 248-860-4384. Tomorrow on the podcast, Ian Fitzsimmons will join me from ESPN Radio. Ian is uh, covering the uh, NFL Draft and will be one of the analysts on the ESPN Radio coverage. He's a lead sideline reporter for all the big games on ESPN Radio, and he hosts his own show on ESPN. We're going to talk to Ian Fitzsimmons, the brother, by the way, of former Lions special teams coach, at least for eight games last year, Devin Fitzsimmons. Fitzy will join us tomorrow in the 4 o'clock, or I should say, we're going to tape in the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow and have it for you late afternoon tomorrow. So excited about getting uh, Ian Fitzsimmons on the program. All right, so you can follow me on Twitter, Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks on Twitter, and join us on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. Mel Kuyper had a very interesting comment today about Montez Sweat versus Rashawn Gary. The latest on Sweat, uh, and you'll hear some audio from Tom Pelissero from the NFL Network about him, but that defensive end, the edge from Mississippi State, who of course started his career at Michigan State, has some health concerns. Are the Lions one of the teams involved? in passing possibly on sweat at number eight. We'll dive into that coming up a little bit here 
on Locked On Lions. But here's here's where I want to start today. And I'm looking at everybody's boards. I'm looking at everybody's mock drafts. I'm doing a lot of research. And I'm noticing a couple of things. Number one, it seems like everybody's got a wart on somebody. For example, people say, well, Kyler Murray, would he go number one? Is he undersized? Are the Cardinals just putting up a smoke screen? Could Murray slip and fall due to his size and, and, and everything else? That's up there. Nick Bosa, could he go number one? Uh, to Arizona. What about all these tweets of Bosa that he's deleting that were pro-Trump, uh, 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 things on Instagram that he was liking, uh, of racial slurs and all this stuff? Is that a word on Nick Bosa? All of a sudden, Quinn and Williams could be falling from Alabama. Some people thinking Ed Oliver is better. Others think Oliver's a problem and not a guy that, that had a great senior season at Houston and then set out games due to injury. Um, you know, Devin White, is he undersized? Is he, is, what, what type of position is he going to play? How could Josh Allen fall, the defensive end and outside linebacker from Kentucky? All of these guys, there seems to be questions about all of these guys. And then you get to Detroit at number eight. And I truly believe this. And here's where I want to start today. Bob Quinn mentioned this last week uh, when he met with the media. Bob Quinn is going to trade down. I don't think the Lions are going to make a selection at number eight. The way I look at the board right now is I think the following players will be gone by the time the Lions draft at number eight. Quinnen Williams, to me, is the best player in this draft. I think he's the most complete player. I think he's an absolute stud at nose tackle and defensive tackle from Alabama, and I think anybody that passes on him would be ridiculously dumb. I think Quinnen Williams will be gone. Kyler Murray will be gone. Nick Bosa will be gone. I think, unfortunately, Devin White will be gone. I think Josh Allen's going to be gone. And if I had to guess, I would say Ed Oliver's going to be gone. So we're counting on one, two, three, four, five, six guys that I think are definitely going to be gone, which then leaves the Jacksonville Jaguars in a very interesting position. If the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are in need of an offensive tackle, don't take a Jonah Williams from Alabama, or don't take an Andre Dillard from Washington State, or don't take the kid uh, from Florida, whose name um, uh, is Juwan Taylor, okay? That's going to leave the Lions at number eight with a decision to make. Now, there's a chance, there's a chance that Jacksonville takes T.J. Hawkinson. If Jacksonville takes Hawkinson at seven, I don't think there's any question the Lions are going to trade back. But I also think... Even if Hawkinson is there at eight, I just have this feeling that Bob Quinn is going to dangle that pick to somebody who's going to move up to take either a quarterback or an offensive lineman or possibly somebody that maybe is in love with a Devin Bush or a Dwayne Haskins, somebody of that nature. And I honestly think that the Lions are going to trade out of that pick. I think when we come on the air Thursday night, and we will do a podcast late Thursday night after the Lions pick or after the Lions trade down and pick, I think we're going to be talking about the Lions trading back. I think Bob Quinn, I don't think this is a smokescreen. I don't think Bob Quinn's lying when he says, we're looking to trade back, we will entertain offers. Uh, I truly believe that Quinn thinks that there is an elite group of players at the top of this draft, and unless one of them slides to him, Devin White, uh, uh, Josh Allen, I don't think Quinn thinks Jonah Williams, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, 
a Devin Bush, any of these players he can't get later on, or somebody equivalent to that. And Albert Breer talked about it in his mock draft a little bit today before he went through the draft, that there are two Tier 1 elite players, Bosa and Williams. Then there's Tier 2, Josh Allen and Devin White. Then there's kind of a Tier 2 wild card and Ed Oliver, and then the rest is there. But if you throw Hawkinson and Kyler Murray in the mix, who everybody believes will be top seven picks, that leaves the Lions at number eight with what? With the opportunity to trade back. And I think Bob Quinn is going to do that. Maybe Atlanta calls and offers the 14th pick and something else. And Atlanta, of course, like I said, is is only drafting six spots behind. Maybe Cincinnati is desperate for that quarterback. Maybe they want the in-state superstar hero-type guy in Dwayne Haskins that's going to eventually, eventually take over for the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, or the Red Rifle, or whatever they call him. And Bob Quinn calls the Bengals and says, look, you better hurry up and and make this pick because Denver's going to take him. Broncos need a quarterback. But the Broncos like Drew Locke. What about the Bills at number 9? We know they're not taking a QB. But what about Miami? Are they going to trade up? I think Bob Quinn is going to make a move at number 8, especially if Hawkinson is gone at 7 to Jacksonville. So I am not anticipating Bob Quinn, Lions general manager, the maestro, I don't anticipate him making a pick at 8. I don't. If I was a betting man, I would say the Lions are going to move back. They're going to accumulate picks. And again, if Detroit would have just lost in Week 17 to the Packers in Green Bay and not won this football game, which was so meaningless, and I know, hey, it was cool, Matt Prater threw a touchdown pass. Great. Except I think the Lions would be in line then to be up there, to get a Devin White, to get a Josh Allen, to get a Quinn Williams if he fell a little bit, to get an Ed Oliver. Oliver's moving up. He's moving up a lot of people's draft boards. And that's who I had the Lions taking in the locked-on NFL mock draft last week. But I don't think he's going to be there. It sounds like Ed Oliver might not get out of the top three with the Jets, which would be crazy. Because he wasn't in anybody's top ten a couple of weeks ago. So Detroit, to me, is trading back. What do you think? Do you want the Lions to do that? If Hawkinson's gone at 7 and all those guys I mentioned are gone before, it's almost a no-brainer, isn't it? Or do you take Rashawn Gary? Would Rashawn Gary be there at 14 if you traded back with the Falcons? Would Rashawn Gary be there at 11 if you traded back with the Bengals? Derry speaks on Twitter and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Neil Mellendorf is his name. His company is called Adaptive In-Home Solutions. Listen, you got to move mom and dad into the house. And maybe mom and dad are grandparents' age or older. Maybe, just maybe, somebody in your family is disabled, unfortunately, and you're moving them into the house. Or you're moving them into a home. The people to call to make sure that they've got the barrier-free home modifications, the wheelchair ramps, the lifts, renovations to the kitchen and bathroom so you got some space for these folks are the folks at Adaptive In-Home Solutions and Neil Mellendorf. Give them a call at 248-860-4384. Neil's a big listener, uh, loves the Lions, and is listening all the time to Locked On Lions, and we appreciate him joining us here on the show. 
I'm telling you right now, he's a licensed builder of 27 years. Their company serves all of Southeast Michigan. And not only that, they have an occupational therapist on staff. So while they're building and doing all this stuff for the folks that are coming to live with you or that you're moving into a home, oh my gosh, the OT will be working with these people and giving them therapy two times a week, three times a week, whatever it takes. How sweet is that? One-stop shop at AdaptiveInHomeSolutions.com. Go to the website and check it out. They're CAP certified, certified aging in place specialists. All right, they meet all ADA requirements, whether it's wheelchair accessible, new construction, everything that they do is standard and meets the guidelines. Whatever those are, I don't know. But Neil does, 248-860-4384, or go to www.adaptiveinhomesolutions.com. All right, Matt Derry, back with you, Locked On Lions, for this Monday into Tuesday. Let's get you that mock draft that we talked about today. Albert Breer from Monday Morning Quarterback. Well, all of his sources kind of mocks the following. He has Kyler Murray at number one going to the Arizona Cardinals and still says that he believes that that's Kingsbury's guy and that they will trade Josh Rosen. At number two, not a surprise, Nick Bosa to the San Francisco 49ers. Ed Oliver, according to Albert Breer, will go all the way up to number three and get taken by the New York Jets. And the thinking is, is that Ed Oliver is more like Aaron Donald, and that's who Greg Williams coached with the Rams years ago. Of course, is the new defensive coordinator with New York. Raiders would then get, would then get Quinn and Williams at number four, which I think would be an absolute steal. Devin White at number five, the LSU middle linebacker that everybody's talking about going to Tampa would go to Tampa now that they've lost Quan Alexander. Number six, the Giants taking Josh Allen, the defensive end from Kentucky. That would be my choice. If somehow Josh Allen could drop to eight, oh my goodness, could that please happen? Could somehow like the Giants take a QB and then the Jags not get Josh Allen and then the Lions could get him at eight? That would be fantastic. Josh Allen going six to the Giants in the Albert Breer Monday morning quarterback mock draft today. Number seven is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And according to Albert Breer, they would take Jonah Williams, the offensive tackle slash guard from Alabama. But a lot of speculation about the Lions taking Williams at eight if he is there. Uh, In this mock, Breer has Williams going ahead of TJ Hawkinson, leaving the Lions at number eight. And here's what Albert Breer writes. He says the Lions are going to take TJ, the tight end from Iowa, and writes, quote, what I know. The Lions would really, really like to trade down and accumulate picks, which makes them a lot like almost everyone else. If they don't, an edge rusher, Rashawn Gary, could be in play. And there's even been speculation in league circles that they could be the surprise quarter... Wait, what? They could be the surprise quarterback team? But I'd guess right now that rather than drafting one in the first round, they'll find a weapon for the guy they already have by aiming right for the middle of the fairway. End quote on TJ Hawkinson. All right, all right, rewind that for a second. What did I just read? Albert Breer says speculation in league circles that the Lions could be the surprise quarterback team. Now, again, on the board still at number eight in Breer's mock is Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones. Murray's gone. If Arizona passes on Murray and the Lions are sitting at eight, and the Lions somehow take Kyler Murray, this city might burn down in celebration. I think fans would go crazy. 
I don't think the Lions are going to do it. I don't think there's any chance the Lions would do that. Unless they've got some trade lined up for some team with Murray. But if you hear uh, with the eighth pick in the 2019 NFL draft, the Detroit Lions select Kyler Murray quarterback from Oklahoma, there will be people passing out. Now, again, right now what Matthew Stafford is dealing with is is, is his wife Kelly just, uh, thank goodness, uh, getting out of a brain surgery and recovering and doing well. And we wish her the best. But could you imagine the Lions? Speculation that they could be the surprise quarterback team? Is that somebody from Detroit whispering that in the ear of Albert Breer to get teams to move up to try and trade with the Lions? Is that so a team like the Broncos, the Bengals, the Dolphins, all whispering? Are those whispers to get those teams to call the Lions and Bob Quinn and sweeten up a deal? Well, Breer doesn't have the Lions taking a QB. But he does have them taking TJ Hawkinson. And I saw Kyle Meinke, our buddy from MLive.com that covers the Lions, says the same thing today. He thinks he thinks it's going to end up being Hawkinson. And I hope not. I really don't want to see the Lions take a tight end this high. And, and yes, I, I, I'm thinking along the lines of Martin Mayhew and the burnt, burnt to a crisp hands that he had taking Eric Ebron and Brandon Pettigrew, uh, Brandon Pettigrew in the first round. I just think the Lions have bigger needs, and I'd rather see the Lions take a higher impact defensive player than a, than a tight end. But it wouldn't surprise me. See, I'd rather see the Lions take Devin Bush and put him next to Jared Davis. I'd rather see the Lions take Brian Burns, the edge from Florida State. I'd rather see the Lions take Montez Sweat, and we're going to get to Montez Sweat in a second. Or, you know, over, over, uh, TJ Hawkinson. That's just me. So that's Albert Breer's mock draft. Peter King's mock draft. We got to go over that in a second. First, though, we want to remind you if you want to advertise with us here on Lockdown Lions, like Neil Mellendorf has done, like our man Freddie the Pizza Man has done as well. And you can listen to Freddie's podcast, look that up, as well as, of course, uh, uh, Freddie and his wife doing their show that they do uh, on, on autism. It's incredible. We appreciate Freddie's love. We always have. And, of course, Neil Mellendorf and everybody that is advertised with us. If you're interested in coming aboard with us on Lockdown Lions, you get the live reads. You get a lot of the, the male demographic. The audience is 97% men. Send me an email at dairyspeaks, D-E-R-Y speaks, at gmail.com. That's dairyspeaks at gmail.com. And uh, we'll talk uh, pricing and what it takes and, and everything else. We're very fair. It's fun. Talk to Neil and the folks at Adaptive In-Home Solutions, anybody that's been aboard with us, uh, Jason Strata, Remax, any of them, they'll tell you that it's been worth their while. DairySpeaks at gmail.com. Advertise today. All right, so a little bit of a different spin on Peter King's uh, mock draft at ProFootballTalk.com. Not a surprise. He has pretty much everything the same as Breer. Murray first, Bosa second, Oliver third, Williams fourth. Devin White, fifth, Josh Allen, sixth. But here's where Peter King is different. Peter King has Hawkinson going to Jacksonville and says that Daniel Jeremiah and others are calling him the second coming of Jason Witten. Now, here's what Peter King says about the Lions at number eight. He has the Lions taking Jawan Taylor, the tackle from Florida, which I don't quite understand because he's a tackle. 
He writes, quote, I'll be surprised if the Lions pick Taylor here. The Lions want to trade out, and this is the area for the first offensive lineman, Taylor or Jonah Williams, or in what may be a stretch, Andre Dillard to be picked. Could be Jacksonville, could be Buffalo, or it could be whoever picks at eight. Man, I'm really, sell- I'm really selling Taylor to the Lions. I just can't figure out which team will jump up here. For a while, I thought it was Atlanta, but the Falcons seem inclined to use all their picks, not trade a fairly high one to move from 14 to eight. So here's Peter King basically saying what I was saying before, and that is that the Lions are going to trade out of that pick at number eight. And he says if they pick, they're taking Jawan Taylor. See, I don't, I don't see Taylor going to Detroit there. I see Jonah Williams. If the Lions are going to stay at eight and take a lineman, it's going to be Williams. Because he can play guard and he can slide right into right guard where T.J. Lang left. And he can play either spot. Taylor seems to be more of a tackle and a pure tackle. So... That's Peter King's mock draft. He had Jonah Williams in going the pick after, Devin Bush at 10, Brian Burns at 11. So a lot of those usual names that we've seen before. The Lions were to trade back to 14. Some of the names that would be there would be guys like Christian Wilkins, a D-tackle from Clemson. Um, uh, in Peter King's mock draft, Montez Sweat is down to 16. Andre Dillard is at 17. Rashawn Gary at 19. Uh, uh, he doesn't even have Greedy Williams in his in his uh, first. Cleveland Farrell at 22. So we'll see. I really believe the Lions are going to trade back. Now, the one name we have not seen and we have not mentioned much is Montez Sweat. What is going on with Sweat? Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network was on there this weekend talking about Sweat. In this audio courtesy of the NFL Network, listen to Pelissero talk about what's going on with Sweat and why he's falling. This is an issue that has been discussed extensively in the draft rooms of every team that I've spoken to over the past weeks. Past week, most teams will have their doctors come in, give a full medical report on a lot of different players. And with Montez Sweat, my understanding is, without getting too technical on the terms, he has an enlarged heart. That creates some risk factors. What doctors have told their personnel people, their scouts, is that there is no example of a player in the NFL playing with this type of condition. However, there are athletes in other sports, for instance, European soccer players, who have been able to get on the field and play with this. There simply are those risk factors. You would have to take precautions, one of them being having an AED, a defibrillator, on hand during all practices, all games that Montez Sweat participates in. Now, there is also a sense that some more progressive teams, progressive doctors, have spoken to cardiologists and have gotten comfortable with the idea that Montez Sweat would be able to play with this. What that means for his draft stock, though, remains to be seen because, as was discussed yesterday, there are some teams that just aren't comfortable with this and have taken sweat off the board. All right, so there is Tom Pellicero from NFL Network. Love the work that he does reporting on the draft and everything else. Um, this is a definite definite concern. Here's a guy that had 22 sacks the last two years. We've talked about Montez Sweat up and down. Awesome workout at the Combine. Ran a great 40-time and, you know, if you're the Lions and you're as conservative as this organization has been, especially with certain players that they've they've shied away from for off-the-field issues, and, you know, they didn't go anywhere near uh, Maurice Hurst last year and, and had a need at D-tackle and was a Michigan guy right down the street in Ann Arbor and didn't go anywhere near him. Uh, you got to figure that maybe Montez Sweat is not somebody they're going to take at number eight or even consider when they trade back. What was interesting about today was Mel Kuyper Jr. was on a conference call uh, with reporters as they gear up for ESPN's coverage. And Kuiper Jr. was asked today about Montez Sweat and who he would take 
between Montez Sweat and Rashawn Gary. And Kuyper says if he was the Lions, he would take Sweat over Gary at number eight. So, you know, Gary seems to be falling because of his production. Now Sweat seems to be falling due to uh, uh, an enlarged heart, which I never heard that one before when it comes to NFL players. But if there's teams already crossing them off their list, you got to figure the Lions are not going to take him at eight. They just don't seem to be that type of organization that would roll the dice and gamble on something like that. All right, that'll do it for us for another edition of Locked On Lions on this Monday into Tuesday. Tomorrow, Ian Fitzsimmons from ESPN will join us from Nashville and the draft. Locked On Lions today brought to you by Adaptive, Adaptive In-Home Solutions. Check out the website at AdaptiveInHomeSolutions.com or give them a call at 248-860-4384. Barrier-free home modifications to accommodate disabilities and aging. They're awesome. Talk to you again tomorrow. Can't wait for Thursday.